Look, oftentimes I try to think of really creative or fun ways to start this thing. I'll like say something about myself or I'll say something that I'm involved in, you know, or or I'll just like uh or I'll just say a thing and then and then you're like what the hell was that about and then boom, it's the fucking theme song. I don't have anything. I don't I don't have a thing at all. If you really want to know what's going on with me, I need to cut my nails. I need to cut my nails. My feet are sore. And I need a haircut. So those are all the things going on. Um, You know, I usually strive to go for an okay podcast. I'm going to tell you right now, this is well below okay. This Whatever is less than okay, like, I guess... You know, some sometimes people will say, yeah, that's okay. And other times people will say, oh, I guess. It's that and then it's one under that. So whatever is under I guess. Uh, yeah, I really, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go cut my nails. You're like, that's gross. So that means I'm listening to someone with long fingernails. That's exactly what that means. And yeah, here's 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 that. So How have you been, listener? How have you, I mean, that's how I've been, you know, just upset because I have long hair and it touches the corner of my eye and then and then I get annoyed and then it ruins my mood and then I treat people poorly because I'm in a bad mood all because one hair kind of touched the top of my eyebrow, you know. So that's what I've been going through um what's new i guess well the last episode again i really just want to thank andrea for coming on because that was actually the shit that was and it's you know i joke a lot about only having like two listeners in reality i have like two and a half and the last episode that was the most listens that i've ever gotten it happened so quick um so I mean I mean like definitely expect more of that because I had so much fun. She says she enjoys it and I don't know if she's lying. But either way, I've gotten her to agree to do a couple of more, do a couple more. Um yeah, that's not, I mean so look forward to that or don't look forward to it. Maybe look behind that. You ever been in one of those moods? Jeez. I mean, gee, like what a what a wild week. It's been. And I only say that because nothing interesting has happened to me. And that's wild. How has nothing worth talking about happened to me? Uh, here are some notable things from the last week. I left a window open while I was sleeping and I woke up with a runny nose. Are the two related? I don't know, but it was interesting to me and I thought about it for a couple of hours. Something else, um, 
dude, fuck, like, I have an excess amount of towels. I got a lot of towels. Not that it's a bad, I'm not complaining. I just, you know, I've noticed that I have so many towels. When I do laundry, I have to put towels in an extra, like, I always keep them in one spot, and then I put them in another spot. Wow, what a great start this one is getting off to. I could talk about something that kind of upsets me, I guess. You know, something that has gotten under my nerves a little bit. The NBA Finals happened. The Toronto Raptors win the NBA Finals. I'm not upset about that. But Drake, who is... He is an ambassador for the Toronto Raptors. Everybody knows Drake. I'm not going to tell you who Drake is. It's the kid from Degrassi. But he is the ambassador. And when the Raptors win, the dude is like, cool, dude, I'm going to drop... I'm going to drop a couple of songs. I'm going to drop some singles. Or maybe one couple. And he dropped two songs and... You know, one of them's pretty cool. He's like, yeah, when I die, put my money in the grave... Whatever that means. You know, I know a lot of people that want to invest their money or like give it to people after they perish. But this guy's like, I would like to put all of my currency into the ground and bury it. It's paper anyways. It's going to become whatever paper becomes when it's in the ground. I don't want to say a tree. I'm not a scientist. I don't know what paper becomes when it's in the ground. But that's cool. That's cool that Drake wants to do that, that he wants to put his money into a grave. That song is fine. I don't have a problem with that. The other song is called Omerta. Omerta. I'm pretty sure is how you say it. Um, and, and there's one line in the song that... I don't know if it offends me. It, def, like, it definitely got under my skin, though. I'm going to play it really quick. I'm going to see if you can catch it. How much money can this casino lend me? I'm so sorry, I need to interrupt. There is a, a curse word coming up. Do I have to... I don't usually announce... Any, fuck, dude, jeez. Anyways, anyways. Send me a real nigga in a to me, Benny Hanna is pigeon food. It's not a forgiving move. That was, okay, that was it. And I don't know if you caught it. But he says, some, some interlude. To me, Benny Hanna is pigeon food. For real? So, first of all, I like Benny Hanna. I like Benny Hanna, and I don't like that I'm being compared to a pigeon because I like Benny Hanna. To me, Benny Hanna is pigeon food. Dude. You must be bawling if Benny Hanna is pigeon food. That's pigeon food. That's the, I mean, that's an insult. That's not a good thing. Because I've seen pigeons eat, like, leftover cigarette buds. I've seen pigeons eat absolute dog shit. And then Drake says something like that. To me, Benny Hanna is pigeon food. You don't enjoy the onion volcano? When they throw a fucking shrimp, they throw a shrimp at you. That, okay, I mean, I kind of, I guess I see the pigeon comparison, but it's fun. I mean, I've never thrown a shrimp at a pigeon, but I throw shit at pigeons and they eat it because 
I'm not shit talking on pigeons, but they eat garbage. Pigeons eat garbage. Straight up. Is that what he's calling Benny Hanna? Is he saying that Benny Hanna is garbage? And if so, why? Like the people, the chefs, they're performers. You know, they do all all that shit with their utensils, with their tools. I don't know how they do it. They do the onion volcano, like I said, and the like fire shoots through it. Got a little bottle of oil. Like they're getting ready to, you know, lather somebody up for a massage. And they just do that. They squeeze the bottle around the onion. And then they light it on fire. And it shoots fucking fire at at you or just straight up in the air wherever it's aimed. They spin they spin that spatula like they're in a western. They, and then it just and then they don't and they put it right in their belt and they don't even flinch. But to Drake, that's pigeon food. Like if Drake had pigeons and they were hungry, he would take them to Benny Hanna's because that's what they eat. All right, you know what? I said I wasn't offended, but fuck that. I, I'm a little bit offended. I'm offended for the first time this year at something that Drake said. And his real name is Aubrey. And that's me straight up shit talking. And that's all I got to say. His real name is Aubrey. And Benny Hanna is pigeon food to Aubrey. Sorry, Obs. Aubrey. Benny Hanna's pigeon food. I wish the Raptors would have never won. Maybe he wouldn't have released that song. And it's gotten me wishing shit on, like, a little bit it's upsetting. And now I'm going to feel slightly embarrassed if I ever want to go back to Benny Hanna. You know, and, like, I'd imagine that hardcore Drake or Aubrey fans might boycott Benny Hanna. Because this guy's like, nah, birds eat at Benny Hanna. Are you a bird? Are you a city street rat with wings? You know, and hearing all this, you guys are like, wow, it must have been a really slow week for you, huh? Would you stay inside the whole week? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, if this is all I've got to be upset about. You know, I say that and then I think like, what has really upset me in the last week? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I said my feet hurt. I wasn't upset. I was just bothered. Is that the same? I don't know if that's the same. Look, this is, um, oh, yeah, this is such a below okay episode. I can't believe this one's following the one with Andrea. Anyways, take a shot for any time I say anyways, and take a shot for any time I say take a shot, because I say that a lot now, because that's just my thing. I don't even drink. I'm telling people to take shots. Take a shot of mouthwash. I think people get high on mouthwash. And then they go in the breathalyzer and they're like, the machine is just like, nope, they're fine. And their breath smells incredible. I think that's why they do that. I don't know. I have no idea. 
here's something new that I want to do. Um, I'm going to try giving a new hot take every week. I wanted, and you're like, what's a hot take? You're going to take a hot? No, I'm going to give a hot take. Let me explain. I'm going to say something that needs some explaining that might be controversial, and I'm going to stand by it. For example, I might say something like Prince is overrated and his hair was bad. For example, I do believe that, but that's not that hot of a take. You know, and so that's kind of what I want to do. So this week's hot take kids aren't people kids are not people and I briefly mentioned that in the episode with Andrea and that's tough right because some people are like well I have I I have kids I was a kid I know kids I like kids I've seen kids kids exist look all of those things might be true but kids aren't people they don't count as a as a full person. You're like, why are you saying this? Alright, well look, I work at a restaurant and sometimes I see these parents catering to the children like like they're a like they're a king, like they're an emperor. Your majesty, what would you like to drink? Would you like chocolate milk? Would you like apple juice? Would you like us to sacrifice an animal and you want to drink the blood of that animal? They talk to these kids like they're like they're the second coming his holiness would like apple juice so why don't you go grow an apple tree give it 11 years pick an apple go back in time to this moment and then squeeze those apples directly into this tiny glass so that my kid won't touch it They take a sip of it, and they're like, it tastes yucky. And the parents are like, oh, I'm so sorry. How about another iPad? Kids aren't people. I just, I just, kids aren't people. Like, yeah, okay, they will be. They might be later. Right now, they're not. They're like, what do you want to eat? Would you like me to read all 54 items on the menu one by one? While you look at the telephone, while you're playing a a game on the telephone, I'll just read the items to you. You just tell me when to stop. You like scrambled eggs. You like over easy eggs. You like over medium eggs. Kid literally is not even listening. The kid's like, do you have anything like cocaine or do you have something a little bit stronger? Because that's the only thing that like that'll stimulate this child. I can't imagine if I acted like that at a restaurant. Oh, dude, people would, fu- they would hate me. They would want to murder me. If I sat there on my phone the whole time, I was with three friends. All of them were like, what do you want to eat, Dan? I'm like, I don't know. Read me the menu and I'll tell you when to stop. And I just keep looking at my phone. They would fucking karate chop me in the neck. That's obnoxious. And that's so rude. I sat there, and they're like, do you want this? I'm like, no. How about this one? Mm, no. And they're like, what about this? And I'm like, oh, fuck yourself. Oh, whoa. There's a lot of swears in this one. 
I feel I feel like we might have hit the uh like the record for swears. Yeah, there's hella swears. Is that a swear? I don't feel like it's a swear. Hella? That's like I'm saying hello, but I've changed one letter. What was I talking about? Kids aren't people. You know, you buy them shoes and then they grow out of them because they're ungrateful. Like keep your fuck keep your foot the same size that it is until I can afford to buy you more shoes. Fucking asshole. And I don't want this to sound like I don't like kids. I just don't want it to sound like that. I don't want to deny that either. I just kind of want to keep talking. I mean, is that a hot take? I have no idea. I don't know. I feel like it is, you know, because kids are technically people. I just don't think that they are people. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, what else can I say? I feel like I've made the case. Kids don't count. I mean, they already don't get to vote. They don't get a drink. And yet, despite all of these limitations that they face, I still see parents catering to every little thing that might be inconveniencing them. Like I had one woman ask today, she was like, it's a little bit hot in here. Do you think you could shatter all of the windows in this restaurant so that there's more air for this fucking kid right here that doesn't even know my name? I'm like, are you his nanny? I don't know. And maybe that's not all kids. Maybe that's just 99% of them. 98. You'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Whew. Yeah, I mean, after that tangent, I really don't know that there's a point to continue this, but I uh, I got one more stand-up set. And I feel like this one went okay. I feel like, um, you know, again, it might have started slow, but actually it was a strange thing thing that happened I, that day I was just incredibly anxious and I uh, I don't know I don't deal with that a lot but from time to time like I know a lot of people have that pretty bad and I do feel for them you know because on the slight occasion like on the minimum occasions that I get it I'm saying that right but like when I do get it and it doesn't happen a lot I hate everything and nothing seems like it can help. And I was feeling super anxious one day. And I was just like, I don't know. I think I'm going to skip the podcast this week. I think I'm going to skip the mic this week. You know, like I just didn't want to. Didn't want to. And I was, uh, I don't know. I was, I guess, talked into it. Into doing a mic. Like maybe that would help. And it actually did. It helped a lot because I uh, I got there and, you know, in typical me fashion, at least in comedy, at least in open mics, I got there fucking early. You know, they're like, sign up is at 630. I'm like, great, I'll be there at three. You know, that kind of early. I don't know, not that, but I was just sitting there and 
I was like, I don't know if I can go through with this. I might not even sign up. I might just watch people perform. We'll see what that's like. And then, uh, and then I uh, started talking to another comedian, and this guy is in charge of like hosting events and you know getting the word out about local comedy and. I think that's awesome. But anyways, we were talking and I was just, I don't know, I kind of forgot about the anxiety for a moment because we were both just talking about how much we liked what we were doing. And I was like, hell yeah. And then the mic starts. And they were really good comedians this time, actually. And I went back to Denver Distillery, or it was the Silly Distillery from a previous podcast. Yeah, I went back there. Because the host is super cool. You know, last time he gave me five. This time he was like, you could do whatever you want. And that was awesome. And I only had five minutes prepared. And I think I was up for like six and a half, almost seven minutes. So that was that was super fun. And I still was a little bit anxious while I was performing. But I found... At least something that helps me. I at least find one person or one thing to stare at while I perform. And then I just perform to that thing or person. Not for the entire set, but in moments where I'm like in my own head a lot. I might not be following through with jokes and I might be rushing them a little bit. But yeah, I just kind of stared at this window and this like pillar between two windows I was just like I'll perform to that because that for whatever reason calms me down I did that and I was still a little bit nervous I don't know that that ever goes away you know you definitely get more comfortable but I don't know that that goes away entirely we'll see you know give it 10 years we'll see if I'm still nervous when I go up for five minutes But I think it went okay, and I did try a couple of new things and some old ones, too. I regret to inform you that the blowjob joke is back. And you're like, I thought you were tired. I thought you were never going to say that again. Well, listen up, listener, because that's what you do. I did it again, and it didn't go over well, probably because they knew I didn't want to tell it. They could hear it in my tone of voice, but I just... I don't know what it is. Sometimes I just panic and like I need like a one line. I need to end on a laugh. And for whatever reason, I always go to that one when whatever I was planning on closing with doesn't work. I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't work. Here's one. Here's a one liner for you that I kind of like. But it hasn't gone over super well. One thing that was really cool um, when I did this mic the first time, I started with a joke about um, going to a psychic. Psychic says that I was going to die. Anyways, I, I told that one the first time and it didn't go over well at all. Nobody caught it. Tell that same joke, not as an opener, just like throw it in the middle of a set. And it fuck, it was, it crushed. It was the best joke of the set. Which is a testament to the rest of the set, sure. But also a testament to... If it doesn't work once, you could do it again, and it'll probably work. You know, just because it doesn't work once doesn't mean it's not going to work ever. And so that was awesome. And you know what? Maybe the blowjob joke will come back. 
I know I'm making a big deal about it, but uh, I, anyways, I had a lot of fun at that mic, and you know, it was fun to go a little bit over. I like when that happens, you know. Like I said, most places will give you five minutes, but I like going over. Because then, for whatever reason like that, that overtime, the pressure's off. It's it's just as long as you can stay up there. You know, when I go there and I try to fill a five-minute spot, all that stuff is very rehearsed, and I feel like I just need to get it out. But then when as soon as that five minutes is up, and you just get to try stuff. You know, you have to trust your gut and trust your instincts. I feel like that's a little bit better. Uh, but I've been rambling for a while. And so I'm just going to play the set. Uh, yeah, this is it right here. Uh, next comedian, great young guy, give it up for Dan Ho. Give it up for Dan Ho, everybody. Nice. Thanks for staying, everybody. Super great. Um, I was feeling incredibly anxious today, and someone was like, you know, you should just go do comedy. And I was like, that sounds perfect. That's just what I need. Uh, I'm five foot seven. I chose to be five seven. I'm pretty happy with my decision. You know, like it would have been nice to be a little bit taller, but I kind of like the world from this angle. You know, and everybody has their own way of looking at things. Mine's just making eye contact with torsos most of the time. Um, something about me, my grandpa was really hard on me growing up. Really hard. I told him I wanted to be a comedian and he was like, never on board with it. He would always tell me, if you don't get your shit together, you're going to end up just like your brother, shooting up insulin in an alley somewhere. I was like, grandpa, he has diabetes. It's not an alley, it's his home. And he was like, exactly. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, dude. And I say that joking, but my grandpa was actually a really smart guy. Super smart. And he would always tell me about these ideas that he had. I remember he told me one idea he had for an invention. He was like, hey, Daniel, how about this? A car that locks automatically anytime a person of color walks by. And now we have Tesla. Like, he was racist, but he was kind of on to something, right? Can't deny that. But I was like, that doesn't really make sense, Grandpa, because you're Mexican. And he was like, yeah, but if I couldn't get into my car, I would have to go to work. I was like, so you're lazy, too? And he was like, well, now you're being racist. All right, that's fair. Um, you know, oftentimes when I'm looking for, like, a, like, Inspiration for writing a joke, I'll look at headlines. I read one headline that was a joke itself. It said, like, masturbation and porn addiction go hand in hand. <laughs> Which makes sense. Well, what kind of a jerk-off writes a headline like that? I knew it right when I said it. I was like, I just got to get this one out. I like that one, though. Um, something else about me. I think that being a guy is really hard. I said it. I think being a guy is hard, and I think it's at least 100% harder to be a guy than it is to be a girl. And I've only ever been one of the two, but even so, like as a guy, you're born and you're obsessed with sex, immediately, right? Straight out the gate, we come out of the womb, we're like, mm, that was nice, how do I get back in there? And then we die, that's our entire existence, just trying to figure out how to get back in there. Um, I mean, I guess being a woman is kind of hard. I'm not saying being a woman is easy. I'm just saying it's 
easier, you know? <laughs> All right, dude. Hell yeah, I feel you. Um, I don't really think of myself as a sensitive guy, but I do have a soft spot for the tops of babies' heads. Dude, I like that one. That's one of my favorites. I was just like, YOLO, let's do it. Uh, something else, you know, I, I really, I think of myself as a positive guy, but one thing that does kind of get under my skin is the use of the word any hoozle. I feel like we've all heard someone say any hoozle at some point, but it's just like, there's no place for any hoozle in the professional world. Like, what are you, a Muppet? Why are you talking like that? I can't imagine, like, a doctor coming out of an operating room. He's like, there's a clog in one artery. There's a tear in another. He's having trouble breathing. And he goes, well, I'm going to go ahead and take the heart out of his body. I don't know. It doesn't really... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, you know what? I went to a psychic today. Told me I was going to die from eating eggs. Dude, I'm so over mediums, you know what I mean? Just always trying to tell me what they, what they know, like they know better than me. Um, people get really excited when I tell them that I travel for work, but I've noticed that they get less excited when they find out it's for Uber. I got a lot of great Uber stories, though. Like, I remember one time I saw a woman getting robbed. I say it's a great story. It's not easy to talk about, but I saw a woman getting robbed, and... First of all, let me say that I think it's a great time to be alive. Like, it's this digital age, and everybody's connected, things are convenient, everything's easier, except for robberies, apparently. Like, I saw this dude run up to this girl, and he was like, hey, give me all your money. And she was like, oh my god, do you have Venmo? Thank god. <laughs> and then they exchanged information. Dude, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, one last thing here. Wallets. I think wallets are the biggest scam in the world. You're like, hi, I need something I can put my cash in. They're like, great, that'll be $20. You're like, what the hell? What do I do with this thing? Can you imagine trying to buy a house? You're like, hi, I need something I can put my family in. He's like, great, we just need to sacrifice your wife and both of your children. I'd be like, hell yeah, dude, give me a home. Um, last one. Last one. Uh, do you guys know what blowjobs are? Just by like a round of applause, is that? Dude, there's three people that know. All right, I'm telling this to the you three then, okay? It's getting a blowjob, and this girl was trying something new. She was like, how's that? I'm like, well, I like where your head's at. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, she had the same reaction. That's fine. Give it up for Jake, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, there was the blowjob joke again. Whatever, I've already talked about it. Um, my opener for this one actually talk about being five foot seven. That was uh, so I I did two open mics when I was like sixteen for a high school. You know, and I've already talked about that. And then I didn't do it for a lot of maybe like three years. Yeah, I don't think I did it again until I was nineteen. But 
when I did it again, you know, I followed the same formula. Like I wrote every word down on a piece of paper. I cut the paper up in a note card size, you know, whatever. And then I went up on stage with these note cards, these makeshift note cards. And, uh, and I didn't do really well that time. The only reason I'm saying this is because the first joke I used when I came back when I was 19 after like a three-year hiatus or whatever was that. It was that opening line. I'm five foot seven. I chose to be five seven, and I'm happy with my decision. I remember when I was 19 that that kind of got a chuckle. And so here I am saying that again. I don't know. I just felt like I've seen a lot of comedians, and their opening thing is something either about them or their appearance, or it's like a quick silly jab. I don't know. I'm just I was just trying it out. And maybe I will expand on that. I'd have no idea. But then I talk about my grandpa. That's all totally made up, but I I like it. I don't know if I'm stealing this idea from somebody. You know, I say in the set that my grandpa is like, you're going to end up just like your brother shooting up insulin in an alley somewhere. I don't know if I've heard that or not. And the only reason that I even... I'm doubting myself that it's an original idea is because I saw one look on someone's face and it was almost a look of disappointment. And it was it was not a look like that wasn't funny or like, oh, what are you doing? That joke is shitty. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But I, I looked and it felt like, oh, really? You're going to steal that joke? It was almost like that kind of look. Yeah, I'm probably overthinking it. Is it possible I overthought this? Well, I've put a lot of thought into it, and I don't think so. Hmm. And then I, uh, and then uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, what about a car that locks automatically anytime a person of color walks by? And now we have Tesla, dude. One guy loved that joke. I clearly like it, but one guy was all about it, and it was like one out of. 15 people maybe that were there 10 to 15 something like that and again that's all I need I need that one guy who's like or that one person that just goes I like that and then I'll tell it forever and then I go into I mean it's a little bit saucy but the hand in hand joke I'm like some jokes write themselves I don't know if I even need to add to that at all. I, it might be okay as is. It might just be like a stupid thing that I say. And then I go back to talking about being a guy is harder. And at the Mutiny Cafe in the seventh podcast, when I went back for the second time, that joke did pretty well, and it was kind of the highlight of that set. And then I do it here, and it doesn't do very well. And so I started ad-libbing a little bit. I'm like, I don't know, being a being a girl is hard, I guess. You know, I think being a girl, like the, all that right after the punchline where I go, mm, we need to get back in there and then we die. Yeah, like all that was me just like, oh, I swear this is a funny idea, guys. Just keep listening. Yeah, and then it did okay. So again, like I said, sometimes things will work and then sometimes they won't. But you just keep fine-tuning and you just keep going. Then I really like that joke about um, being sensitive and having a soft spot for baby heads. That's stupid, but I do like that one. Uh, and then, uh, any hoozle. This is actually something that I got from Andrea. 
just with working with her. You know, I've heard her say any hoozle once, and it really upset me, and I told her that. You know, so if she would have never said that, I probably wouldn't have had that bit. So, yeah, I guess she's partially responsible. And then the over-medium joke, which did well this time. It did Because it is a good joke. I still believe in that joke, and it did pretty good. Then I go back to Uber travel. You know, that's just me going like, uh, I travel for work, but I've noticed that people get less excited when they find out it's for Uber. You know, I said it maybe like three podcasts ago. One guy liked that joke, and now I will tell it forever. That's just how it goes, man. You need one person to say, I like that joke, and then you just will never stop telling it. But, you know, after... Like, I was supposed to end on any hoozle. That was supposed to be the closer. It was me talking about any hoozle. So doing the over mediums and the Uber joke and then me talking about wallets and then finishing with the blowjob. All that was me just kind of flipping through my notebook. Looking for anything to talk about that I kind of know that I had partially memorized at least. So that, I mean, that was that. I'd say that one was like a six and a half out of ten set, which means it's getting better. Because I think last last set was like a six. And, you know, that's, um, I mean, that's, I, fuck, I feel, I wish I had more to talk about. You know, I wish I had more. It's just, you know, you know what it was. I was feeling anxious that day because... This is weird to just announce, but I have like I have a surgery coming up. I'm going to be operated on. And you know when you take the light rail, you sit on a bus, you're kind of next to some older folks. All they ever talk about are their medical problems. They're like, yeah, he's taking a new heart medication um, because the doctor put four hearts in his body because that's science today. Or they'll just say gross shit. They're like, yeah, I can't stop pooping and all my poop is silver they'll say nasty things like old older folks like way older for whatever reason they stop gossiping and they just talk about their own medical problems I, I don't know I don't know why maybe that's their life so I feel like I'm, I'm like that a little bit but you know I mean for nine episodes you've heard a nasally voice that's because I have a deviated septum the septum is deviated. And I can't explain what that means exactly because I'm dumb. But I know that they have to fix it or at least they feel like I have to fix it. So I was feeling kind of anxious about that surgery because it's coming up. It's so weird. I mean, again, it's weird for me to even be talking about this. You know, I know you didn't click this or what, tune in because you're like, I wonder how he's doing medically. I'm going to listen. I know that's not the reason you chose to listen. But also, fuck you. This is my whole thing. So, God, gee, more F-bombs. They're all over the place in this one. I was just feeling anxious a little bit about that. I was overthinking it and... You know, it's coming up next week. The only reason I'm mentioning this now is because I don't know that I'll be able to get 
my stand-up set in next week's podcast. And so I'm going to just try to – I'll give you a heads up right now. There's not going to be a stand-up set in the next one. It's going to be me rambling on painkillers, probably sounding super nasally. So it might be short, might be long. I have no idea. I don't know if I'm going to be high out of my face. I have no idea what that's going to be like, but it could be funny, and it could be the absolute worst thing that I've ever done, and that excites me. That part excites me, not having the surgery or going into a hospital. Nobody goes to hospitals when, for happy things. Nobody's ever been like, this day is wonderful, but you know what would make it even better if we went to Parker Adventist Hospital? I don't think anybody's ever said I don't even think the people that work there say that. That's that's a stupid thing to say. But that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Maybe, you know, to celebrate or to take my mind off of things, I might go to Benihana. I might go to Benihana. I feel like if I went to Benihana and asked for pigeon food, they'd be like, we don't serve that. We serve food for people. Yeah, that makes sense, dude. This is a restaurant. Those are people cooking that food. What are they cooking for, birds? I don't think so. This is where I strongly disagree with Drake. Fuck you, Drake. Benny Han is not pigeon food. I don't have anything else to talk about. I hope you enjoyed that set. Both of you. I hope both of you enjoyed that set. And me rambling in this one. Zero structure, but you know, I'm gonna start doing more uh, hot takes. I'll think of more controversial things to say. Hopefully, I don't get racist or offend anybody. <laughs> I won't get racist, I don't think. Anyways, um, more things to look forward to. Get ready for the Sati interview that's gonna happen. I have it scheduled. For a time when I'm recovering from the surgery, so I have no idea what that's going to be like. We will see. More episodes with Andrea. More stand-up sets. Getting a, a little bit better. You know, 6.5 out of 10 this week. We'll be at like a 6.4 to a 6.7 next week or next time. So tiny improvements. And you know what? Treat yourself. Go get some Benihana because you're not a pigeon. You're a person. Drake has no idea what he's talking about. He spent too much time in Toronto. I think the air is thinner up there. There's not enough, enough blood to the head. Oxygen for the lungs. I'm out of stuff to talk about. You're bored as shit. Hit the email up for any questions, comments, queries, or concerns. It's always in the description. And rate this on iTunes. Just fucking do it. You don't even use Apple Pot. Just go on there and rate it. I have no idea what it does, but I've heard other podcasters say that. And so I echo that here. Go there, rate it, write a, a you know, a review. It could be five stars, but then the review is shitty. Like, you can smell his horrible breath through the podcast. Something, I don't know. Just do it. Do it and I'll give you a sticker. How about that? All right. Thanks for listening, both of you, though. Uh, and get ready for next week when I'm all drugged up. Hell yeah. So many